Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It's Sharp Money here on VSIN. I'm Jeff Parles. I'm all Shaw's alongside Ortega's here as well in for Dustin Sweetelson. And now with us, the Sports Betting Hall of Famer himself. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Where have you been? You, you, I, I, you, I, you mostly, had the longest honeymoon ever. Now, well, yes, but I was mostly at summer, mostly at Circa now. So, so I told you, I told you the way to, you know, again, newlywed, just remember this. This, this, I'm, I'm married 36 years. Every day is a honeymoon, honey. Just that'll get you through. Trust me when I tell you. It's the safest play you're going to make. By the way, I'm hoping Mrs. M is watching. By the way, didn't you say 37 during the break? I probably did, but it's <laughs> 36, 37. But then you get, once you get past 30, you got to pass. It's like you could start naming, you know, as long, just don't go below 30. <laughs> it's a very fluid number. That voice is, of course, Vinny Maliulo with us right Amal now. loves Mrs. M. I got to tell She loves him. I got to tell you. Oh, oh Vinny. Vinny, so. There's no events today. so the NBA first... Summer League. Okay. A lot here in town. Other than the Summer League. Yeah, That's the only thing going on, which yeah. begs the question, why are you working today? Well, there's always something to do, right? I mean, somebody usually you have to be at Chris, uh, Chris Andrews on vacation. Uh, I think he's back. Uh, he'll be back this, uh, this weekend. Um, but there's always something to do. You know, you bring up a good point. By now, uh, I'd be you know, scoping out uh, uh, workouts at, uh, at Del Mar, which starts a week from tomorrow. Of course, Saratoga started today, but uh, you, you want to get ahead, get ahead of things, and keep track of uh, any, you know, any other free agent signings. Uh, you know, look at futures. Uh, you know, try to try to hand, I guess you could call it a handicap. Try to, I think, try to get a handle on who's going to be a seller and who's going to be buyers uh, at the trade deadline for baseball, right? And the reason we would do that on our side of the counter is to try to, you know, gauge how we're going to. Offset liability on on some teams like the Orioles, like the Reds. I mean, they're obviously playoff contenders. So, um, and and uh, I know when when Chrissy gets back, we'll uh, work on uh, some games of the year and things like that, and some other props. So, there's always something to do. I mean, it's it's mainly look ahead mode though. Any right now, it's kind of a slow time. Obviously, as Jeff just alluded mm-hmm. to. 
You got a great Joe Lewis related story. And I say that because it's not actually Joe Lewis, but a story that took place at Caesar's Palace. You were at Caesar's for a long time. Yeah. Kind of enlighten people with some, uh, this story here there, uh, with the uh, Joe Lewis uh, story. Just so I, I know, Amal, this will be a bit redundant to you, but being that you brought it up, it, yeah. you must you must have enjoyed it. I did. Um, so Joe Lewis, legendary uh, boxer, uh, arguably the greatest of all time. Uh, you, know, you can make a case for it. And uh, Joe Lewis actually worked at Caesar's Palace oh. in the latter part of his life. He was a greeter. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. And um, in fact, he was um, his wake was at Caesar's Palace in the in the pavilion that was out back. There was a pavilion out back. It's no longer there at Caesar's Palace. Uh, there was a pavilion out back where, when we did have a, a major fight, sometimes the fights took place in the pavilion, held several thousand people. But that's where the workouts took place, <clears throat> and Joe Lewis was laid to rest there. Well, as a tribute to Joe Lewis. And his time, particularly at Caesar's Palace, uh, there was a, a marble statue uh, uh, created, and it stood in the. It was placed in the sports book, solid marble, yeah, right, life size. weighed it had to weigh a ton. In fact, we couldn't just move it uh, during renovations. We had to uh, we had to make sure that it was over a portion of the property that had a slab. And not a basement for fear of it literally, you know, creating a, a, a hole and falling through. So, in fact, now Brian Ortega, you said you you recently saw the statue. It's moved since I was there. I left there, uh, you know. Yeah, quite a while I think ago. it moved over near like the nightclub area. There's like a pillar, and okay. they put it in front of the pillar because it used to be in front of Bobby. So, Clay. several stories about Joe Lewis, uh, the statue, um, and again, a nice man too. Got to meet him. What a gentleman. Um, the Joe Lewis record has an asterisk next to it, 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 as far as I'm concerned, right? Parlay, I know you're looking up Joe Lewis' record. Pull it up there, and you can let the folks know what it is. And I can tell you that as we speak, it has the uh, it is subject to change. Now, what would happen is, uh, at the time when I was there, the, the statue was posed where uh, Joe was in, in his boxing stance, and he, he had his... Uh, one of his, it was his left hand extended. And people would take pictures with the statue, okay, uh, all the time. Well, every now and then, uh, especially during when we had a fight at Caesar's Palace, people would start to spar with the, the solid marble statue. Guys would try. Always to, smart thing to do. Oh, brilliant, <laughs> right? I saw guys break their hand on a, on a, a, a body shot. I took a jab, you know, one guy, one guy tried, to, he, wanted, he was trying to be like, like it was the 15th round. I, Cause I asked him after, right? Cause he, he, he touched gloves, you know, they touched gloves in the 15th round going at the time, 15th round now, the 12th round, you know, and it, he goes up like this and he, oh, he's like, ah. so I'm like, what the hell are you thinking? He goes, yeah. well, I want, you know, it was just, I was making a sportsman gesture. Yeah. How'd your hand feel? <laughs> so, so we had, uh, the, I think it was the first Chavez de la Hoya fight, and there was a couple of guys out there, and I'm at the counter, and I'm looking, and I see a guy, uh, he's got his arm around the champ, and his buddy's taking a picture of him, and he's smiling. And he... So now the guy in the picture turns, and he starts to shadow box with the Joe Lewis statue. The marble statue, statue yeah. Right? And not only is he just kind of throwing punches, but he's 
bobbing and weaving, right? Well, he bobs down one time. He comes straight up. Joe's extended glove catches him right on the top of the head. See you later. Bam! Down he goes. He's he's down. Right? Down for the Down out immediately. This guy is down. Knees buckle. He's sprawled out. Now you got to picture this. This is the night of a fight. We got sixteen thousand people going to the arena outside. This guy's laid out, and his buddy is hysterical laughing. <laughs> Okay, he's got the little 110. Remember the old 110 cameras, the little yeah. thing. This buddy is cracking up, and they were both Hispanic. And the reason I I, I noticed is because I, I now I know that I know the guy is out. His buddy thinks he's kidding. I said, call security, get get the paramedics up here. I go out, and his buddy is his lady goes, and his buddy now starts playing referee, and he's counting them out. Says. <laughs> Siete. Oh. <laughs> he's counting them out, right? And then now the guy, the guy's still laying. He's out completely. <laughs> he is like, now his buddy's, he's going, Juan. <laughs> Juan. What? What? Juan. He gets down to, and he's trying to revive. He's completely, I mean, he's like, now I'm like, oh, this is not. So here come the paramedics. Now the guy's coming too. They give him the smell and salt and everything like that. So I, I go, I go, I go home that night and there was a local place here in town. Where after the fights, uh, all bookmakers and reporters would get together and just, you know, kind of reminisce and recount. The night. So I'm telling the story. <laughs> Great writer uh, for years here in Las Vegas. He still writes. He freelances. He was writing for the Las Vegas Review Journal at the time. John L. Smith. He hears the story. He dies laughing. A couple of days later, any RJ, here's the, here's, here's the headline. <laughs> Brown bombers still KOing the Palookas. <laughs> so, in fact, Dan Chandler was a uh, Dan Chandler was a legendary host here in town. Dan Chandler, son of former Kentucky Governor Happy Chandler, was, I worked with him at Caesars. He was a great host. What a terrific, terrific uh, casino guy! And he heard the story, and I think he put it in his book. Uh, it's a little well. timer. So. I mean, it was it, it. It's gotten so much mileage. Parlay, what do you see? What 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 do they have? What is the what is the what's printed? Please for the, the printed for the record. Joe Lewis record is sixty six and three, fifty two wins by knockout. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. That's sixty six. Bet the over. All right, and <laughs> and and the same with the KOs because Joe's still knocking them out right now to this day. Now, obviously, there's not as many great fights there and everything like that, but. It was, in uh, every every time there was a fight, every there, those but there would always be something, and you think like, what, it's what is wrong with people? And yeah. so another yeah. time, we, what we eventually had to do was we because it was, again, you want to take pictures, that's one thing, but for your own safety, just it's it's solid marble. What do you think? So we put the felt ropes up around it. Okay, it didn't matter. Oh, of course. I mean. I told one because people would just go underneath or move the ropes. I'm like, what, what, do, you, what do you think? The ropes are there to keep Joe in? Like, what, what, what are you doing? Like, what? Hey, Vinny, I have a quick question for you before you um, like run off here. Um, uh, so, can you explain to people what fight night in Vegas used to be like for boxing? Because it's not quite the same like it used to be, but just what the yeah. feeling was like. Because my dad always like I used to work boxing uh, events mm-hmm. like when I used to be a concierge. He's like, oh, are you excited to be there? I'm like, no, because it's it's just not it's not that fun. But what do you what, what would you know? You right, it's like? it's, and again, I'm not going to take away from anything that uh, <clears throat> that anybody does today, right? Everybody puts their best effort in, efforts into it. Um, UFC, you know, exciting cards and everything. <clears throat> but I've got to tell you, there there were 
just it was a special time because if it wasn't the heavyweights, it was the middleweights and the welterweights uh, that were. I mean, there's a great documentary that ESPN did, uh, uh, Four uh, Four Kings, right? Yeah. And um, you know, talked about Marvin Hagler, Sugar Ray Leonard, Tommy Hearns, and Roberto Duran. It's a, if you haven't seen it, uh, I've got a couple of stories about uh, about uh, the, those fights too. But the thing about it was Las Vegas. It made Las Vegas the center of the sports world at that time because of, for the fight and the energy not only transcended the property in, oh. in, in our case at Caesars, it transcended the city. You could get you would get in a cab wherever you were, a restaurant. It didn't matter. I mean, it was just phenomenal. Still the best sporting event I've ever been to. 97 Tyson Holyfield at the MGM Grand Garden. First of all, there's yeah. nothing like when you get the intro and you're like, MGM Grand Garden yeah. Arena. I'm going to tell you, Brian, you there was a electricity that was palpable in there. And by the way, the best part was, I remember a friend of mine, there was 12 of us. And he sees Terry Porter walking by. He goes, Terry Porter. He's like, he was so excited somebody actually recognized him. Yep. Vinny, pleasure Great. as always. We'll do some more. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and plenty more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, and to see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. 
Four VEASAN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for $19 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back in. It's Sharp Money. I'm Jeff Parles. I'm all Shaz here. Brian Ortega's here. I've never heard that story from Vinny before. Yeah. That's, I, look, I've heard plenty of great, great ones from, from Vinny. But getting knocked out by a marble statue is, is pretty impressive, I'm all. Well, I it's mean. pretty impressive. You know, it's funny. When you talk about boxing, we didn't even get into it. Vinny's got so many great stories. I'm oh, a big got, boxing fan. Yeah. And so there's one we'll have to have him tell next time where literally, I forgot which fight it was. He's under the ring. I, there, there was a. Fight. It, was one, it was one of the big fights in the yeah. '80s. That was a draw. Draw exactly. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. He's got he's got some of the greatest stories ever. I'm also uh, reading up on uh, again. I, you know boxing a lot better than I do. I'm reading up on the Bo Holyfield uh-huh. fight that he was mentioning man? with with the uh, with the <laughs> with the fan. <laughs> I do want to know, could you imagine something like that happening today? <laughs> oh, the guy would not get that close. Unfortunately, he'd get hit by sniper fire at this point in time. I mean, it just, uh, it's, it's crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Well, remember, right. Those fights were out in front of Caesar's palace. Yep. It was amazing. Yeah. Is that where that big, cause a, there was a parking lot. Well, it was the old parking lot, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then they had it in the pool area, didn't they? For a while, like well, where the pool is now, that's where the pavilion used to be. I don't know where the pool is now, but it's it, in the center. It's in like right in the middle of okay. uh, Caesar's palace. I, w- I stayed there when I went to go see Adele. No big deal. Um, and uh, I have to say their pool is fantastic at Caesar's palace. I have to say it's one of the better pools there. on the strip. What's that? One of the better pools on the strip. Oh, it's the best pool on the strip. Like has multiple pools for adults, kids. It has a giant circular pool, which is great. And um, it also has, still has swim up, uh, swim up blackjack, which yeah. is uh, fantastic. They still do that. I, yeah, they used to have it all over the town. Now, yeah, not as much. Minimal, uh, minimal. It's t- tables outside of the pool, usually yeah. now. In yeah, the area. usually outside of the pool. But um, Gold yeah, Nugget like, still has the swim up. Yeah, now they're just looking for people to play blackjack in general. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, stop giving people six to five odds instead of three to two Isn't on the blackjack, terrible? right? So I was yeah. at Bellagio last night. We won't talk about what a bad night it was. But um, <laughs> I was standing there watching. Uh, $25 blackjack. Well, it had $15, but it's $25, uh, six decks, continuous shuffle, six Dead. to five. It's brutal. At, at Bellagio. It's, it's brutal. It's, it's, well, it's brutal. First of all, the six to five switch, excuse me, from three to two. I mean, how many hands of blackjack are you paying out that you think it's that much of a difference where you want to do that? Right. I mean, I, to me, it's not even something that you can genuinely really quantify. It's not like, what is the pit boss in there going, well, we got seven blackjacks here in the last 10 minutes. I mean... They're just squeezing you. And then what are your feelings on, this is like really like into casino talk now. What are your feelings on crapless craps tables? Because that's becoming. What does that mean? uh, Crapless craps. Have you ever played craps before? I I don't know how, no. Oh, no. So sorry. So uh, Jeff. By the way, I'm glad you didn't ask me that with Vinny here. I should have offended. That you should have. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I've never played crapless craps. Okay, so for everybody out there who knows about craps, you have you know all the numbers. You know you have the points, which are four through ten. Obviously, we don't have a seven as one of the possible points. But now, which the only place that used to do it was the Stratosphere and the Las Vegas Club, which is where Circa now sits. They had crapless craps tables where a possible points were now two, three, and twelve and eleven as well. So it adds those as possible points you can hit, which pay out huge numbers like six to one, and uh, I think like uh, like 
I think, uh, like eight to one or something. Huge numbers. But um, you guys don't play craps as much as, uh, as I do because I, I, I love to play craps. But they've added those to a lot of places, including the Bellagio, which to me feels like lower class, but they've become super popular around town. And I think that's another way for them to get an edge, kind of like adding six to five and continuous shuffle. Plus, it's got to be a fixed payout, right, almost, in the... Yeah, so it's um, it's like a weirder, it's a different payout that I'm not familiar with, but it's usually like six to one, which is a huge number in terms of uh, it, it's a fixed payout. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't even remember the last time I played craps. Yeah, so I got really it's been, the numbers. It's okay, you're you're good. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm, I guess I played at the bachelor party in March. I guess that was the last time I played craps. Played down on Fremont. Played at. I might have actually played at the Fremont. <laughs> How would you feel about that? They have a t they have a little number there. They have a, th a number thing that actually tells you what number they're on, what point. Yes, uh, I did not do well in that, in that sure. game. That's all I know. So speaking right. of speaking of downtown, yes. uh, they had that all-star invitational thing where it's the blackjack deal. Yes, yes. And, uh, um, they, uh, Mike they and Derek's all-star invitational. Yeah. Um, Amal, you were in this last year for the NFL Futures, right? I was, yeah. Well, who did you end up on? When uh, you in the middle of the pack in the draft. No, I right? wound up with the Buccaneers because I was like seventh or sixth. I don't remember. Third the back end of it. Yeah, I lost on the last hand. I had an 11, and I got like a four, and the dealer, of course, made whatever, 17 to 21. But um, if not, I would have had a top three pick, um, and I was going to either take Philadelphia or Kansas City, <laughs> and uh, depending on kind of how it played out. So, you know, so this go around, there it is on the screen if you're watching it. The top pick was the Braves, which makes a whole lot of sense. Sure. Uh, Houston, our, our own Mitch Moss picked pick, pick the Astros next, 12 to 1. The uh, Rangers went off the board third at 11 to 1. Dodgers plus 750 off the board fourth from our own Matt Humans. Paulie Howard took the Orioles fifth at 16 to 1. The Rays went sixth at 6 to 1. I don't know what Jacob Wittenberg was doing with the Angels at seven at seventh at a hundred to one. Wow. Uh, Marlins next at twenty two to one. Blue Jays at just shy of eighteen to one at uh, thirty five to two. We're doing fractions, and then the Reds were final at forty five to one. You know, Amal, if I was just going through, like, if I was in this mm -hmm. and had an option to do this, and I was picking at the back end, I'm stunned the Phillies were not selected in this. Uh because the Phillies, to me, are the team in the NL that I think actually is the best shot of beating Atlanta in a playoff series. Why do you say that? Because uh, you got I, Nola I think and Wheeler? I think their bullpen is one of the top three bullpens in baseball. Right. They're, I, my biggest concern in their bullpen is actually their closer, who is Kimbrell, who, of yeah. course, closed out the All-Star game for the National League. Um, I do have questions about Aaron Nola, who has been all over the place this year. But I like Zach Wheeler as their top-notch. Is a legit number one starter. Yeah. And look, the, the big questions out of Philly has been the consistency with their lineup because Turner has struggled in his first year there. Harper seemingly is not all the way back from the Tommy John and may not be all the way back this year. But I think the Phillies actually match up as well as anyone against Atlanta. That's why I think that would have been I if I was picking at the end, once Tampa went off the board at six to one. I would have taken Philadelphia over all those bottom four teams that were selected in this. Once Tampa went uh, over the Angels Mariners. By the way, the Angels pick, I don't even understand. But So it was 100 to 1 on a $3,000 bet. So he wins, what, uh, uh, 300,000? I think that's why he took the shot on that one. They're, they're, to me, there are better bloated numbers than that. Yeah, I would I, rather I, have the Padres. I'd rather even have the Mets at that number. I'd rather yeah. have Seattle. I'd rather have Seattle at a number like that, who's technically a game ahead of them.
I mean, it's interesting. The Angels are a team that's not even going to make the playoffs out of all these teams selected here. I don't think the Angels and the Marlins are making the playoffs. I think the other. No, I think the Marlins are, are definitely getting in. You think they're definitely getting in? Oh, absolutely. They're, they've got a three-game lead in the wild card right now. You've got five teams in contention. I mean, the Padres, look, uh, them making the postseason is not based on my suggestion on um, the Marlins being a team to falter. This team can't hit. They still continue to win baseball games. But Sandy Alcantara has not had a great first half of the season. They're sitting right now at 53 and 39. They've got a three-game lead in the wild card. The Phillies and the Brewers. The Brewers are anemic. Um, you know, so for me, I, I think um, Miami's a live team to get in the postseason. Marlins, you know, it's I still think they're team lockbox them all, where they have this prolific record in one run games. They've been phenomenal in that. They have no offense. But then you go on the other side, if maybe the offense gets a little better in the uh, second half. Alcantara has been dreadful in this first half. Right. Uh, was, look, they've gotten some really good pitching from their left-handed starters. Right. Garrett has pitched above what I would have expected in Lazardo. Look, we always knew the talent was there with Jesus Lazardo, and Lazardo has shown it so far this year. He's been excellent right. for Miami. Again, I one of the three – at least one of the three teams in the NL wildcard slots right now are Miami, Arizona, and San Francisco. At least one of them is missing. And I wouldn't be shocked if two end up missing. Now that would take a, a, a run from San Diego in order to pull one of those teams out. Yeah. But I think Miami is the lo- most likely of the three to fall out completely, even with a three-game lead over Philadelphia. I can appreciate what you're saying, but I think some credit has to be given to this team for how well they've played. Um I actually think the Arizona Diamondbacks have a greater chance to slip up, even though Zach Allen's been tremendous, could win the Cy Young. Um, you know, Miami plays baseball in terms of trying to win and in terms of by defense and pitching. I think that generally tends to be a more effective method over the course of a season. We'll see what happens, though. The whole second half gets rolling tomorrow. By the way, why? I know the Padres and Phillies are playing four. Why did they do a, pre, a scheduled doubleheader on Saturday? It might be a makeup game. They haven't played each other yet this year, though. Then, then I don't Very know. Very strange. I wonder if that was supposed to be today, and they're like, no, we're not putting any games on Thursday. No idea. That has to be the only thing that would have made any sense on that. We're going to go back to the National Football League next. Look at the top-end teams in the NFL here on Sharp Money. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw. VSIN, the sports betting network. Download the DraftKings app today, and new customers can bet $5 and get $150 in bonus instantly. Use promo code VSIN when you sign up today. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Welcome back in. I'm Jeff Parles. I'm all Shaw's here as well. Brian Ortega alongside. Uh, we have an intruder in the studio, man, with the uh, forgetting his IFB. Maolia, what are we doing? <laughs> no, it's been a, uh, again, if you missed it, make sure you check, check out the story from the top of this hour with Vinny, uh, one of the classics uh, over the days in the Caesars Palace. All right, I'm all, let's go to the NFL. So let's look at the top of the top of the league here. Okay. So. I said to you earlier this week that I think Cincinnati is the most complete team in the NFL. They're my Super Bowl pick as, as of the moment. Burrow is the second best player in the league. Only Mahomes is better. They have the best defensive coordinator to me and, and Amaruno. 
and they were able to keep him around as Arizona decided to sign to hire Jonathan Gannon as their head coach. Yeah. So, even with all that said, their win total, I think, is a little aggressive with their schedule and their division, which is 11 and a half, which is tied for the highest in the league. Philadelphia, Kansas City also have 11 and a half, along with Cincinnati, plus 110 on the over for the 11 and a half. Now, the Bengals last year did go over. Remember, they had the cancellation of the Buffalo game, and they still went 12 and 4 in 16 games, so they still went over it. When, remember a schedule where everyone said last year, oh, they're they're, they're going to struggle or they better get their wins early on because the back end of their schedule is really difficult. They start 0-2, they still end up with 12 wins. Yeah, and was that, I mean, a team they played at Dallas, I think, and, you know, had a rough start to the season, uh, as you alluded to. But this team just seems to really hit their stride as the season progresses. Remember, they're 3-1 and one against Kansas City in the last four matchups over the last two years. So, I think the Bengals, and rightfully so here in our pro football betting guide of Easton, we saw a lot of the people pick the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Jeff, where are you with the Bengals? 75% of the 20 yeah. of our experts that were polled pick Cincinnati to win the Super Bowl. They are my pick as well. Because I'm all, I thought the winner of the AFC Championship game last year was beating Philadelphia. It ended up playing out that way. Yeah. With Kansas City beating them by a field goal late. Obviously, we could talk about the, the hold until we're blue in the face, but it happened. Cincinnati to me is just one of those, one of those teams now where I think the markets have them in Buffalo reversed for what they should be. Okay. Where Buffalo right now, also a team with 11 and a half on a wind tunnel, right? Buffalo is nine to one to win it all. Cincinnati is 11 to one to win it all at DK. Yeah. The division odds, Buffalo in a division that you think is harder than the AFC North. Mm -hmm. I think it's really close. I think the North is slightly better because top to bottom, it's better than the East. Buffalo's plus 120 to win the AFC East. Cincinnati's plus 150 to win the AFC North. And I think Miami and the Jets are better than any of the other teams in the AFC North. I just think everyone else is much better than New England. And I think Buffalo is significantly weaker than Cincinnati. So... I don't understand. Now, look, 11 and a half is aggressive. I don't want to bet the over. I'd much rather have a plus 150 win the AFC North ticket on Cincinnati than an over 11 and a half because 11 and six might get the job done in that division. But I still think for a team that is the fifth favorite to win it all, the third favorite in the AFC, I think Cincinnati is still disrespected in the marketplace in most of these markets. Um, I don't disagree with you. I still don't understand how they're the third betting favorite in the AFC. I think they should be second. Correct. And I understand Kansas City, why they're there. But I I can make an argument for Cincinnati being right there with the uh, Chiefs at this point in time. Look, the late hit penalty kind of changed the dynamics of the game. Um, at the end of the day, I thought Cincinnati's had a couple of tough calls go against them over the last two seasons. The Bengals, to me, this is the time to win, right? Joe Burrow is entering his fourth year. Um, you've got an opportunity to really get this team in the right position with a chance to win without him having that huge contract. And then you're going to have Jamar Chase in a similar situation in a couple of years. So this is kind of a must-win-now situation for the Bengals. Like you said, the contracts are going to start really loading up now. And again, I think you're not getting a ball. You, you should not be, at least to me, Cincinnati and Kansas. Kansas City and Cincinnati are the two best teams in the NFL to me. I don't think there's much, at least in my opinion, I don't think there should be much of a debate. 
right. at this point with those two, whatever order you want to put. If you, th- you think Kansas City's better because of 15, no problem with that. Right. No problem with that whatsoever, even though I think Cincinnati's roster as a whole is better than Kansas City. As much as I like Burrow, Mahomes is still the, the king of the dance here until, until further notice. Uh, but I, I think Cincinnati is still very much disrespected as a team that should be looked at as the second-best team in the NFL with the fifth-longest odds in the league. Uh, let's go to your Niners. Let's go to the Niners here, yep. Amal, who are 10-1 to win it all, betting favorites in the NFC West, minus 160 to win the West, regular season win total, as we know, for the Niners, high yet again, a 10.5, minus 120 on the over. Amal, Again, this just all comes down to what type of quarterback player we're getting out of this team. I know you like them to steamroll through the West yet again, though. Look, they dominated a weaker division. Seattle won four games against Arizona and and the Rams. Those were bad teams. Uh, They dominated the three matchups against at least five of the six halves against the Seattle Seahawks. Everyone keeps questioning the quarterback position. Pretty pretty was solid. But let's not act like Brock Purdy was Joe Montana. The talent on this team, minus the quarterback position, is the best in the National Football League, and it's not even close. Uh, when you look at from the offensive standpoint, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, you can make an argument all three of these guys are as good as anybody at their positions. Defensively, you look at Fred Warner, who I love, Nick Bosa. You add in uh, Hargrave in the middle there. This team is going to be really, really good. Eric Harmstead will be healthy. I'm telling you right now, with this schedule, they're at the Steelers, at the Rams, Giants at home, Cardinals, and Cowboys at home. They got a chance to get off to a great 5-0 start. They do have the Bengals later on. Um, they do play at Philadelphia, which could be crucial for determining home field advantage. But I, I think this team's in a great position. Their season win total is set at 10.5. That's a joke to me. I think the Niners have a chance to go 14-3. and They've got an opportunity to have a great year here. Even with the concerns at quarterback, it looks like Darnold's going to be the starter from the get-go here. Uh, they just... The lack of trust in Trey Lance, I don't think it's. I think it's completely justified. And I'm all look. If Purdy were healthy, he it would be his job. Like, let's just be real; it would be his job. But because of the UCL tear, he's probably not even going to be ready for the first month. No, you're absolutely right about that. Who was the backup? Was it Johnson in the back? With the Josh J- Johnson, Johnson and, yeah. who came in and the game completely. Okay. Jo- Josh Johnson's a journeyman, just hanging on for a job. But the reality of it is, if you have Brock Purdy. Uh, Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, whomever it may be. Maybe Trey Lance right now at the bottom of that rung. But remember, his mobility presents some problems. Any one of these three or four guys, obviously Jimmy's moved on to the Raiders. But my point is, I think you can put a plethora of different guys under center for the 49ers. They got a chance. All you have to do is not turn the ball over and make a few throws a game. I didn't even mention Brandon Ayuk. I didn't. Even, I, how do I even forget George Kittle? I mean, like, it's insanity when you sit there and you look at these guys on this roster. And to me, this team just needs a quarterback. It's like the old Trent Dofer line that uh, Shannon Sharp said. Trent, Johnny Unitas, you are not. Just don't screw it up. That's all you have to do. It's like drive the car. Don't crash it. Just park it in a field where you're not even by anybody so there's no scratches or dents on the car. And that's what the 49ers are. This team stays healthy, as good and talented as Philadelphia is. I still think the 49ers are a little bit healthier, a little bit, uh, excuse me, a little bit more talented team. Again, the, uh, the advantage for Philadelphia. Well, you know the one thing with Philly, though? I will bring this up. Even though I think Philly's going to end up coming out of the NFC again. Mm-hmm. There is a question mark. Even though I know people don't want to hear it, there is a question mark of if Jalen Hurts, what we saw last year, was a mirage, or is that what he is? I lean towards that 
it probably is what he is. Yep. And I was wrong. I thought Jalen Hurts was a backup quarterback. So did I. I thought he was a guy that we saw in the playoff game against Tampa two years ago. All right. Once the going really gets tough and he plays a real defense, he stinks. Super Bowl changed that for me. What we saw through the whole regular season where he was the second best player in the league last year, that changed it. But there is that in the little little thing in the back of my mind of, well, is he this guy now where he's an elite quarterback and he is one of the top five guys in the league? I'd rather have him, have him long-term than Josh Allen. I don't even think it's a debate at this point because Hurts at least protects the ball. Allen's going to turn the ball over 20 times this year. Also, look, Josh Allen's a better uh, long-distance runner in terms of getting bigger plays. I'll tell you right now, Jalen Hurts in a short yard of situation is the best weapon in the National Football League. As long as that push is legal, he's, he is. I mean, what? <laughs> I, I hate it. Hate you hate it. the push? I hate to see it. I don't even understand yeah. why Philly doesn't just, just run that play four yeah. straight <laughs> downs. I'm also, not even kidding you. you eat the clock. You're not going to stop it. If you have the ball first and goal at the six-yard line, it should be Jalen Hurts up the middle for four straight plays. They're scoring. Why doesn't more play, Why doesn't more teams do that? Like, why are you trying to do all – like, the Packers I'm, – I'm, again, back to the Packers. They're trying to, like, do all this crazy stuff inside the two. Like once, If the Packers get inside the two, they're not scoring. So, uh, to your point, I have certain philosophy. If you have the ball first and goal at the two-yard line, I would run the ball four straight plays. I don't care if I get stopped. There's certain things you just have to be able to accomplish. If you can't, so be it. A bit more football to get to to wrap things up here on a Thursday edition of Sharp Money. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Totally football season here at VSIN, which is why we've already released our NFL betting guide. Our NFL betting guide will help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season with in-depth profiles of every team, including advanced stats, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends, plus best bets on season win totals, futures, and props. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today for as low as $19 and get your digital copy of VSIN's NFL betting guide right now or take advantage of our summer kickoff special and get access to everything we do through the Super Bowl for only $175. Sign up today at vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back in. I'm Jeff Parles. It is uh, Sharp Money. I'm all shaz alongside Brian Ortega's here as well. Um, let's uh, go by stay in the NFL here. Let's stay here because we have two more teams left because we talked about the Niners. We're all, all in on the 49ers yet again, even with the questions of quarterback. So let's go to the last team that you had listed, Brian Ortega, which is the New York Jets. And Amal, you have said throughout this show, you are basically the number one Aaron Rodgers supporter at this point. Correct. And I understand that the Jets are going to end up being the most polarizing team of any team going into the year. I understand this. They're going to have hard knocks. People are going to overreact to what they see on hard knocks like they did with the Lions. And guess what? The people ended up being right with what they saw with the Lions last year, even though it was an ugly start for them. But Amal, this feels like something we're going to find out pretty quickly with the Jets. Because their first six games, and if you want to go deeper, 11 of their first 12, or excuse me, 10 of their first 11, I should say, before that a game in week 13 against Atlanta, where if the Jets get through the first 12 weeks in good shape, they're going to steamroll to the finish with the weakness of the end of their schedule. But Amal, we're going to learn, I think, very quickly in these first two weeks, where they play Buffalo in week one on Monday night, Mm -hmm. and then they play at Dallas in week two. If the Jets do not get swept in these two games, where they are the shortest of underdogs in week one, and they're an underdog in week two, which, by the way, I think they should be a favorite against Buffalo personally. Mm -hmm. If they get through that 2-0, then this is a team that you could you could say whatever expectations you wanted. I don't think it's crazy. They get out of it 0-2, this thing could spiral out of control pretty quickly because those first weeks pre-buy are really difficult. No, I would agree with you. I mean, the schedule, the way it shakes out to open the season, we're going to find out where they are very quickly. And you go into six weeks, you got Buffalo, Kansas City, excuse me, Dallas and Philadelphia. You've got, you know, what, four of the premier six, seven Super Bowl contenders? This is not going to be easy. So Philadelphia, Amal, if you want fun with numbers here, Philadelphia has lost to the Jets in their existence zero times. Yeah, It's the only matchup in the NFL where a team is still winless against the opponent. Um, and it's not like the Texans that came into the league in 0-2. So the Jets have had a horror show against Philadelphia in their existence. I, you know them all. I, I really do think, and again, the Jets are going to Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback in Jet history, period. Yep. Just by talent, it's not close. And if they survive, again, I think they will survive the first six weeks. I think getting through the first six weeks, three and three is fine. Them all. You get to the bye week at 500. This schedule really does start to soften that last f- six weeks. You get to the bye week three and three, they'll be favored over the Giants in the game where technically a giant home game in MetLife. Yeah. They'll be favored against the Chargers in a Monday night game. 
Um, they'll be favored here in Vegas. Really, they will probably be favored in every one of those games post by, except for Week 11 in Buffalo. And Amal, in the two games last year against the Jets, Josh Allen struggled horrifically in those games. Yeah. Hey, you're absolutely right. And I think this team with Aaron Rodgers under center has got a chance, obviously, to be far better offensively. But again, as I said earlier, it helps this team defensively. Look, I don't know how they're going to do it during the regular season. This team gets in the playoffs. I think they're going to be extremely dangerous. And that's, in, that's where the rubber is going to meet the road. I'm not really worried about the regular season because, it's just, as you alluded to, they got out of the first half of the season three and three. You feel pretty good. I mean, there's not a single game you could point to outside of maybe you're at Denver, so it's not even necessarily an easy game. But there are no easy games on this schedule. It's going to be challenging regardless of how you see it. Right now, win total nine and a half for New York. Again, last year off to the great start, and then the offense didn't score a touchdown the last three weeks of the season. Not going to win many many games if you do that. Uh, last three games for the Jets this year, Commanders, Browns, and Patriots. Jeff, I can't believe you disrespected Chad Pennington like that. Pennington, here's the thing with Pennington. I'm just joking. If Pennington was the quarterback in 2009 or 2010, the Jets make the Super Bowl one of those two years. I agree. I thought and Pennington was a terrific quarterback. Pennington, Pennington whenever, whenever Chad Pennington was healthy, the Jets made the playoffs. And, they just only, and then that went to Miami, too. They won a division with Pennington that, that year he was there. He was incredibly accurate. And Bill Polian, uh, former great architect of the teams in Indianapolis and the Buffalo Bills, always says the single most important criteria for him at quarterback is accuracy. And Pennington may not have had the great ideal arm strength, but the accuracy was unbelievable. Now he was always, always a, a always a winner. When he was healthy, they made the playoffs. That just it, what it was. They never, never made an AFC title game. They should have made it the year where Doug Bryan forgot how to kick field goals against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roethlisberger's rookie year, the Jets would have got destroyed by New England in the AFC title game that year. But they at least would have been there uh, back in the early 2000, 2004. Can we finish the show with this? I, I, we asked in a break earlier, but go ahead. We got we got four minutes. Here. Yeah, we're go gonna, for it. Go for we're, it. We're gonna do a patented Brian segment where it has Uh-oh. not a lot to do with sports, but oh, that's it has good. a lot to do with betting. Go ahead. So, um, what makes a good poker room to you guys? Like, you don't have to say like you know what where are the best poker rooms, but what makes a good poker room in the city of Las Vegas, which are now kind of going extinct, but they're they're still out there. There there's still plenty out there. I will I will give the floor to our guy Amal Shah, who is he, the better poker player on set by a pretty significant margin. People that look like they may have showered in the last 72 hours. That's always a plus. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, look, your aesthetics and everything else, it depends on your interest and where you want to be. I mean, probably aesthetically, uh, Wynn is probably the best in town, which an encore. Um, so it just, it just varies based on the room you like. Like, Ari is very popular, but... I mean, it looks like there's ever a fire in there. Everybody's getting barbecued. Yes. It's always so full in there. Yeah, that's exactly it's my packed. point. Exactly. Well, oh that's that's the that's the in vogue room. Is it? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, it just always it just has been. Well, Ari is just one of those properties as well. Like Aria, the wind, those are where the celebrities are gonna play are, are gonna be at. Like yeah. not celebrity poker players, but like celebrities well, in general. I mean, there have been plenty of times I've been in the Aria and Phil Helmuth is 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 playing in a tournament there. I mean Going to the top of the top of the list there, basically. These are things that I'm worried about: is the aesthetics and like you know what Aesthet- makes it I mean, good. Look, I mean, if you, I mean, Brian, if you're just going off aesthetics, it kind of just goes for what the property is as a whole. Exactly. I mean, the win, the win encore to me is the best property in the city, and that means that their room I, is going to be more elegant and more higher so end. From a customer service standpoint, I would agree with you. I think it's the second best aesthetic property in the city. What do you think is the best? M Resort. 
Off the board there, off, ball off, shot. Off strip, off the board. I look, I like the M because it's always quiet. In it's, there. It's, it's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually a really nice property. It cost a billion dollars to build. And I they're mean, expanding again, by the way. Building yeah. a new tower. They're building a new tower. They're yeah. building a new tower over there. I had no idea. <laughs> that's, a, that's a really nice property. I would never have guessed that you would have said that. And I agree with you. It's a really yeah. nice property. Yeah. It's you can always get a seat at a table game if you want. I mean, it's it it's a nice place. I still wish they didn't get rid of the buffet though. A lot that, of that buffet did, was great because the, the buffet is a lost leader for so many oh, casinos. Oh, trust me. I, I look. Hey, after the pandemic hit, and we we talked about earlier at six to five blackjack. Anything that helps the casino make more money is going to be in play, and not having those buffets is going to help them have more money in their pocket. In do you, the end do of you know the day. what I think would help the casinos? And South Point does a great job of this. They don't price gouge their customers. Stop mm-hmm. trying to extort money from your customers based on pricing. Look, I, there's, there's no argument in the way of here. There's a reason this place is always filled. There's no There's question. a reason this place is – it doesn't matter the time of day. It doesn't matter the time of year. This place, especially if you go about 15 paces to the right of us, where we are, where all the table games are – it is always hard to find a seat because was, people are always gambling there because the prices are as good as anywhere in town. I was a pr- uh, surprised that Ortega mentioned he saw $15 tables at the Bellagio. I was also surprised myself. Yeah. There was only like two. There was only two. Yeah, but, but uh, the, the auto shufflers and yeah, six all, to five. It's all based and, against you. By the way, there's only three buffets left on the strip. Uh, Bellagio. Four. Um, four? Gotcha. Four. Bellagio, Win, Caesars. Wait, more than that. And Wait. one more. That's three. Co- anyway. Cosmo- Cosmopolitan's still open. Yeah, you got it. Cosmopolitan. Yeah. I believe. I believe. Uh... I have a funny Danny Burke story to tell you before we end here. Please. So I was walking around Caesar's Palace, and I was walking to go back from my room to uh, Stan Social. And guess who I saw standing in line? Our guy Danny Burke. Our guy Danny Burke. Not in the regular line because he's a high roller. Diamond line. That's a big deal at the Bacchanal Buffet. Hey, that's what you need. You need to yeah. skip the line there. He looked good, by the way. Really, really good tan on that guy. <laughs> That's as good of a place to end the show as anywhere. For Amal Shah, for Brian Ortega, I'm Jeff Parles. This has been Sharp Money. Be some prime time. Tim Murray, Jarrett Smith, come your way next. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.